0: Are we recording? Yep. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say um, "All Quiet on the Western Front." Stupidest name ever. This is all those guns. More like "Be Quiet on the Western Front."
1: <laughs> there's also um, there's also uh, women talking and quiet girl. And it's like make up your fucking mind. <laughs>
0: Austin Butler wasn't in Jackass Forever, but come on, is that guy going to talk like a A jackass jackass forever? The kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom starred in a movie this year. Following that trend, The Cocaine Bear from Cocaine Bear is in a movie next year. I loved Brendan Fraser in The Whale, but if I wanted to see an An unbearable unbearable weight weight on a massive massive talent, talent. I would have watched Florence Pugh try to save Don't Worry Darling. Don't worry, darling. We won't be talking about that terrible movie. What movie? Deep Water. Deep Water. I liked women talking, but I really loved men not talking. Boy, that pudgy fella didn't want to talk to the other one. This is a big year for Eat the Rich movies. You
1: had The Menu, Triangle of Sadness, Glass Onion. But also between Elvis and the Whale, you had Eat
0: Everything Everywhere All at Once. Fablemans was groundbreaking. It finally answered the question, what if Steven Spielberg made movies?
1: Speaking of the Fablemans, it's going up against Top Gun Maverick for Best Picture this year. If I wanted to see a Maverick oppose Jewish people, I would go to Kyrie Irving's Instagram.
0: Welcome to the Brunch Oscars preview, a special Brunch episode on Brunch. Hi, welcome. We'll discuss and give our best picture predictions later in the show, but here's a brief overview of the nominees. You can go to the Brunch YouTube page and get mini episodes 10 minutes long on each of these movies. All Quiet on the Western Front, World War One film, 1930 version, one best picture, Avatar The Way of Water, top grossing film of 2022. The
1: Banshees of Inish Aaron, a black comedy from Martin McDonough, funny, depressing, amazing performances from Colin Farrell, and a great supporting cast. Elvis biopic from Baz Luhrmann.
0: Everything Everywhere All at Once from the Daniels, which is just a revelation, really creative multiverse movie, action, comedy, drama. Won a bunch of awards already, and it's the betting favorite to win best picture. The Fableman, Steven Spielberg movie, loosely based on his upbringing. Michelle Williams, great. Tar, Todd
1: Field's movie about a problematic conductor. Kate Blanchett stars in that and is phenomenal. Top Gun Maverick, the second highest grossing film of the year. If you somehow haven't seen it, it's one of the greatest sequels ever and one of the best action movies ever made.
0: Triangle of Sadness, a black comedy from Ruben Osland, has the most memorable scene of the year. An imperfect movie, but its strengths are really strong. And tragically, its lead, Charlby B. Dean, died unexpectedly before the movie came out, and Women Talking from Sarah Pauly, an adaptation of the 2018 novel. Top Gun Maverick is up for
1: six awards, including Best Picture. Here's a summary of the movie using its Oscar-nominated theme song.
2: Captain Pete, Peter Maverick Mitchell, he works as a test pilot for the Navy. He is set to, to get, get a plane to, to Mach 9 speed. speed. Till Ed Harris cancels the test flight that day. So Mav steals a plane and he flies in the plane that he stole from the US Navy. Using the That's not enough for old Pete He crashes thanks this
0: Best Actor is an interesting one because it has become a two-man race where I don't think anyone thought it was going to be. I think people thought it was going to be Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser, and Austin Butler, and somehow Colin Farrell has just kind of disappeared, and it's... Austin Butler seriously having a chance of upsetting Brendan Fraser?
1: Yeah, I have a sneaking feeling that uh, that uh, Butler is gonna win, but I still think Brendan Fraser is in the lead because he's just become everybody's darling in the past year, and I I wonder if there is a little bit of fear on the Academy's part that like everybody will point at them and be like, "You assholes!" if they don't give it to Brendan Fraser.
0: After all he had to go through to make that movie, you've seen the super cuts of him putting on all the prosthetics and everything. Uh, yeah, This is the way I view it. And I liked Austin Butler and Elvis. We both did. We both thought that he was like very good in this movie. It I'm just wasn't go- a good movie. And I'm not going to be mad if he wins. But here's my thing. Brendan Fraser and Colin Farrell both gave career best performances. I would hope that at some point, and obviously Elvis is an amazing character to get to play. I hope... That at some point in Austin Butler's career, he's going to give a better performance and be in a better movie than Elvis. He's still young. And not to do that thing, because I always hate when people do it with Glenn Close, where they're like, it's her turn, just give it to her. But Brennan Fraser, I thought, was legitimately better than, I agree, than Austin Butler was. And Colin Farrell, I think, w- w- is tops in a lot of years. I feel bad that we can probably say with certainty he's not going to win.
1: Yeah, no, I'd be I'd be shocked if if he won, and we we talk about it um quite a bit where it, it rotates right where best actor one year is going to be stacked the next year like if Colin Farrell in, was in Banshees of Inisherin next year and like we can probably assume that it's going to be a week uh, a week best actor class he might have won for that role uh, but he just picked a year in which kind of strong
0: I'm glad you brought that up who do you think were better this year the men or the women. I think this was the women's year. I think the I think the women. The women's of The
1: women's category is way more top heavy. <laughs> like like if you, if you put them both together, if you had best actor and best actress, and it was just best actor, I think the women would have like the two strongest favorites. I agree with that. Um, but I I think that maybe top to bottom, it's the men. Like the the gap is a little bit closer.
0: Paul Meskel and After Son. Really good. Glad that he got nominated. And Bill Nye in Living. It was kind of a snoozer of a movie, but Bill Nye's is always going to be good. This, though, ultimately, it's going to be Butler or Frazier. Who do you think wins? I th- I'm
1: i going to say Brendan Frazier, but I would not be shocked if it was Austin Butler.
0: I also go Frazier. Best Actress is one of the most intriguing categories of the year. On First Watch... We both thought I'll give Kate Blanchett her award myself, and I still kind of feel that way. She was so good in TAR, but on subsequent watches, I think Michelle Yeoh was right there, possibly even better than Blanchett, who was close to perfect in TAR. They both won at the Golden Globes because one's a drama and one's a comedy or musical. Yo did win over Blanchette at the SAG Awards. I think that right now betting favorites, yeah, Michelle Yo is minus one twenty-five, and Kate Blanchette is minus one fifteen. So they are a complete toss-up. Andrew Risebro, incredible into Leslie. Michelle Williams, good in the Feldmans. Ana de Armas, chum. Maybe they're we'll, all chum. <laughs> maybe we'll talk about it later. But this is a two-person race, uh, and and. The person who is
1: the most lucky out of any Oscar nomination this entire year is Anna Armas. One, because she got an Oscar nomination for Blonde. And number two, that nobody is talking about it because nobody's having any conversation in the best actress category outside of Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett.
0: Nobody has to go back and watch Blonde You're to see right. what kind of case <laughs> yeah. she has because I mean I feel like people aren't even watching to Leslie. Right, yeah, yeah because like nobody's talking about. It's that. going to be one of these two people, and that's fair. But I mean, I real, I I have Andrea Riseborough right up there. I still have her third, which is probably where she. Yeah, she's third betting odds anyway. So I think they got it's a it distant right there. Third, though it's an extremely distant third. She's plus twenty nine hundred. The other two are minus one twenty five and crazy. minus one fifteen. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty bonkers. Who do you have in this category? Um, I have Kate Blanchett
1: and I, I just think that if, so no disrespect to Michelle yo like obviously she was phenomenal and I think that her performance maybe was more important than Kate Blanchett's simply because, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is such a weird movie that it really needs a strong performance to kind of hold it together and especially to make the connection between, okay, this is just a weird, goofy movie, and then at the end it connects to, well, this is actually like a feel-good movie and it's important and it has a really strong message and it's like, it's rooted in something. And the performance nailed both both sides of that. That being said, I, I just think that... that Tar was a movie that was written to win Best Actress for whoever played that role, and Kate Blanchett fucking crushed it, and it's just like she's... She had so much ability to flex her acting ability or acting prowess in that role, and she did.
0: And it's not to say that anybody could have done it, but if whoever played Lydia Tar didn't knock it out of the park, that movie wouldn't get released. I correct feel. like yes. that is there that is a vehicle for a great performance and they took a great actor and as you said flex they were incredible we uh, on first watch i don't think either of us loved the movie we were like wow what a fucking performance Kate Blanchett, what a monster coming off of 2021 in which she was super busy doing really well in a couple of movies maybe i have recency bias i've watched everything everywhere all at once a little too much, a little too recently, and the germ of, wait a second, maybe she could win, and then also seeing her win a Golden Globe and win SAG Awards, is like, part of it, I think, is like pride in, ooh, part of me suspected that a little bit, and now there's a little proof it could happen, yeah, I'm gonna jump on that train. If it's a runaway train for Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett ends up winning, it'll be one of those, like, yeah, why were we ever... Worried about this in the first place, things, but I think Michelle Yeoh can win, and I just think everything, everywhere, all at once is going to have a huge night. I think she can. I think she can win both, too. Obviously, yes, but. both can win, and we'll we'll try to bring that up in these various categories, especially with Best Picture. Like the, what do we think will win? But like for real, what do you think can win? Both of those can win. I would be stunned by anything else. You're saying Cate Blanchett will win. I'm going to wince and grimace and say Michelle Yeoh will win. The easiest category is Best Supporting Actor. Kihui Kwan has been everywhere. Talk shows, award stages, everything everywhere all at once. That's That's right. right. And he's the feel-good story. If you didn't know, he's the kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which neither of us had seen, so it wasn't super important to us. But I definitely jumped in on the, like, Kiwi Kwan, this, this is a cool? good story. Yeah. This is cool. I didn't know who he was before this year, and now he's like the most important person in my life. He's minus two thousand to win this award. The next person is actually Barry Keoghan. That's crazy. Which thrills me because we love Barry Keoghan and Banshees. We love Brennan Gleeson and Banshees. He's third. Judd Hirsch plus thirty four hundred. Brian Tyree Henry plus forty two hundred. Really glad that both of those guys got nominated and they're both legends in different stages of their career, of course. But like, are people playing for second in this? Like, do you wish that they released like in sports awards voting? Like, I want to know who comes in second, got the most second place votes. Cause Kiwi Kwan is going to run away with this. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: an interesting discussion. Like who has the most second place votes? Uh, I think that like, that's what the betting odds are for, right? Like you're getting your second place votes in, in the odds themselves and it should be Barry Kiogen, Barry in my mind just because he was a ste- scene stealer in basically every every role that every scene that he was in in that movie. Uh Kiwi Kwan is just like the easiest fucking runaway.
2: It's outside
1: such- of um outside of best foreign film because if you have yeah. one foreign film nominated for best picture, it's probably going to win best foreign film.
0: In sports when they do like MVP candidacy, people will inevitably bring up but who is the most valuable player. It's about value. It's not about hitting some home runs or whatever. From a pure best supporting actor standpoint, nobody else has a shot other than Kiwi Kwan. He literally supports this movie. The Wayman character is awesome, and he's fantastic in it. We talked about it on our mini episode. He's essentially playing multiple characters. He's amazing in this, and I do feel for Barry Keoghan because he... I feel like became a household name where he really wasn't before, but he's amazing. Everybody in this category is amazing. I'm happy to see Judd Hirsch even under 10 minutes of screen time, and he gets a Best Supporting Actor nom. He can afford to get that because he's not going to win anyway. But man, Best Supporting Actor, I would say not worth betting on because I don't even know. I don't know math well enough to know, to know like how much do you actually have to put down to see a return um, you have to put the, down
1: like two hundred dollars to win ten.
0: I don't think I'm I'm doing that. The closest race among acting awards is best supporting actress. It seemed like it was going to be two people, and then Jamie Lee Curtis came out of nowhere, won the SAG award, and now you have no candidate with minus betting odds. Everybody. Angela Bassett is plus one thirty-five. She was initially a pretty heavy favorite. Kerry Condon plus one seventy-five. Jamie Lee Curtis plus one seventy-five. And you have Stephanie Shu and Hong Chow at much longer odds at plus thirty-four hundred. If we don't get a chance to shout her out, Hong Chow, we love you, legend. Great to see you in this category. It's going to be one of these three people though: Bassett, Condon, and Jamie Lee Curtis. I would
1: say, I would say, don't rule out Hong Chow. Really, I, I think that if you're going to play like a straight value play. This category is wide open and it, you're probably going to get the most bang for your buck in terms of, of, of just a straight value play. And Hong Chao, if she won, it wouldn't be undeserving or like shocking. So that might be your strongest value play.
0: Definitely not. Hong Chao seems is like the most slept on person of this and, year.
1: And has like a little bit of uh like a little bit of momentum in terms
0: of like her becoming hot shit. She got shouted out in Ki Hui Kwan's. I think it was SAG Award speech. He was like, yo, Hong Chow. best speech ever heard
1: in my life. Love Hong Chow. <laughs> Everybody should just shout out Hong Chao in their, in their acceptance speech. Have
0: you seen my acceptance tweets? They all shout out Hong Chao. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah, they're all like watching the menu. Hong Chow, best part of this. Shout out Hong Chao. Love Hong Chow. Bassett, Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis... I am thinking with my heart here. I'm picking with my heart. I go Carrie Condon. Carrie Condon had my favorite performance of the year. And she had a scene with every other major player, a one-on-one scene with every other major player in that movie, in which she, not that it's a competition, outacted them. Like, she went toe-to-toe with Colin Farrell, who is fucking awesome in Banshees. She went toe-to-toe, essentially she went toe-to-toe with three other Oscar-nominated, literally this year. Yeah, And I thought she was the best person in that movie. Angela Bassett, I would love to see win, and I'm going to be pumped if she does win, just because she's fucking Angela Bassett, and I want to see her on stage accepting that award. But she's in half the movie, and in another year, sure, if the category's a little weaker, she did a great job in Wakanda forever, but nobody moved me this year uh, like Carrie Condon did. And we love Jamie Lee Curtis. She supports your honor. I don't think she should I, be part of a three man race.
1: No, I, I think that that's like the. I can't believe that she's not only like in the mix, but like kind of
0: towards the front of the pack. Like I, that's
1: crazy to me. I
0: put her last in this category, and it's
1: not. And it's not that she was bad in this movie. It's just her role wasn't that important, and like she didn't strike. Maybe it was by comparison. Maybe it was relative to what was around her, because all those performances were really strong. But she didn't really like strike me as being one of the better parts of that movie right um at least from an acting standpoint i i'm going to say carrie condon Mm. just because um like you like you had mentioned like uh, of four knock them out of the park performances in that movie i think that she had the strongest and i i just think that like it's it's a situation where Carrie Condon has not, somehow not really gotten her flowers at all to this point. And I'm, I'm rooting for her. I will say, like, my dark horse pick is um, is Hang, Hong Chao.
0: That's amazing. I, I haven't, I don't feel that I've had, and I haven't placed any bets on this year's awards. And I probably won't because everything that I feel I was suspicious of or called. The odds have already turned, so it's like not even worth doing now. Like this thing that where you're like, you have to get in and on it early. Yeah, which even last year didn't do when we were talking about Coda. We were like, Coda can actually win. All right, back to work, and then <laughs> yeah. just totally ignored it. And it jumps from like eighth, and then it ends up winning uh, uh, two for Kerry Condon. I didn't see this coming, but I am I'm I'm thrilled. Every year, there are actors who excel in multiple movies. In 2021, it was Kate Blanchett stealing our hearts in Nightmare Alley and Don't Look Up. However, no example of this is greater than Michael Stuhlbarg, the year he starred in The Shape of Water, Call Me By Your Name, and The Post. So who is this year's Michael Stuhlbarg? Perhaps Barry Keoghan, who is in The Banshees of Inisherin in the batman or jamie lee curtis who's in everything everywhere all at once and the new halloween movie maybe it was tom hanks who is in elvis and a man called otto it was not tom hanks this year's stoolbar goes to hong chow the menu the whale she's the best if you don't know her get to know her what a legend put her in a movie with stoolbar man it'd be my favorite Another tight category, best original screenplay, everything, everywhere, all at once, minus 150, Banshees, plus 100, and then everything else, Fablemans and Tar, both 2300, Triangle of Sadness, plus 3400. Man, I kind of wish Triangle of Sadness had a shot because this screenplay has so much vomit in it and is among the, the more chaotic things you'll see this year. But it should be down to the two that it's down to. It mm-hmm. should be Daniels against Martin McDonough.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to pick uh, Banshees here. And I, I think that there's probably a, a, a trend developing that people are noticing. Is that, uh, you know, there are two two big, big swinging dicks at this year's Oscar. Oh, yeah. And it's it's everything everywhere all at once. And Banshees of Nishiran. And I... I'm landing on the side of Banshees of Inisherin cleaning up. I know that it could very well go the other way. But the, the the dialogue and the pacing and just almost every part of Banshees I felt was perfect. And the, the way that they're able to hit both the utterly depressing and devastating side of the coin, but also the incredibly hilarious other side is an achievement in
0: writing and performances. So, like, the... You have two totally different black comedies in this category. Triangle of Sadness and Banshees. And I'm not saying one type is better than the other. One more is black comedy in that it's a depressing movie that's funny. And Triangle of Sadness is depressing in ways, but but Triangle of Sadness is more a black comedy in that it's making fun of some unfortunate situations. Yes. Banshees isn't making fun of anything. It's not making fun of Porig or Calm. It's, it's just, it's entertaining you. It's exactly. Exager- while you're bummed. It's, Yeah. And it's,
1: and it's exaggerating like a, like a common rift.
0: Yeah.
2: You
1: know, like it, it does, it does turn the, cranks the volume up on like a lot of the, the uh, elements of, of, you know, how, how the plot is, is working. But, you know, it's, it's a fantastic movie with like almost no fat in it. so that's why I'm gonna go with best uh, best Original
0: Screenplay. I have from the jump from the second I th- saw this movie thought it would win best Original Screenplay and everything in my brain is screaming. Don't pick this, pick the other one, but I'm sticking thinking that Banshees of Sharon is going to win Best Original Screenplay and I don't know how many other awards it'll win I think it could be doomed to being one of the great movies that gets a bunch of nominations and then doesn't win as much as it deserves but I think I think it's going to win Best Original Screenplay and it'd be deserved this or Everything Everywhere All at Once would be richly deserved
1: There are 10 nominations for Best Picture, and while all of them have a chance to win, there is a history lesson that suggests these films. Avatar, The Way of Water, All Quiet on the Western Front, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking will not. Why?
0: Look to the other categories. Since 1937, the first year the Oscars started keeping Best Supporting Actor and Actress, no film, not nominated for an Acting Award or Best Director, has one Best Picture, none of these films have nominations in those categories. Something to keep in mind if you're placing bets this Oscars season. Best Director is a close relative of Best Supporting Actor, because we probably know who's going to win. It's going to be the Daniels, because everything, everywhere, all at once... That's right, Dan. Well, I said Dan, I said the with a lowercase t. It's true. So I'm good. They won't be offended. Although I feel like they have called people out and said no, it's just Daniels. It will be Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. Just because that is an insane movie. But this category, maybe even more so than others, every single person,
2: I'm like, man,
0: you can't. They can't just give you one anyway. Yeah, you I- can't give like you, you can't give Todd Field. like a best director you can't give martin mcdonough a best director steven spielberg man you're not gonna give spielberg spielberg doesn't need anything else in his trophy case ruben osland i really want to get one because i want him to have to go and get get up on that stage and be like now in case anyone hasn't seen this film I'm like, I have seen this film. and I still want to know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, right. If,
1: if we were bringing in, if we were bringing somebody into like an interrogation room, I want Ruben Oslin in there. I want to ask him some questions about that movie. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that this is a two horse race in my mind. I, McDonough? I, Daniels and McDonough. Yeah, I, I think that those two are at the front of the pack and I'm going to say Daniels. But I would also say not going to be surprised if if uh, Martin McDonough wins.
0: McDonough is plus thirty five hundred, so that is a good value play if you're in on that. It goes betting odds wise. It goes Daniels uh, minus eighteen hundred, Spielberg plus eight fifty, Todd Field plus twenty nine hundred, McDonough plus thirty five hundred, Osland plus sixty five hundred. I agree with you. I would have McDonough kind of close to there with Daniels. Daniels should win, but again, each of these people Tar wasn't my favorite movie but in other years I'd be like, I want the Tar director (laughs) to win best director because what was that guy up to?
1: Yeah, no, Tar doesn't the only thing that did it for me with Tar was the character, which is writing and the performance Yeah, it's not the directing
0: Sorry, you go Daniels or McDonough? Daniels I go Daniels as well, although I'm rooting for some sort of participation trophy element to be (laughs) introduced in these things. Of course, you are. I want Spielberg. Yeah, Yeah, millennials. I I want Spielberg getting up there. Spielberg might not like do anything. Maybe presents. Best picture is the big one. Everything, everywhere, all at once has been the favorite from the beginning, and then everything has been sort of fluctuating between there initially. Banshees was right behind it, and then All Quiet on the Western Front jumped up to second, and as we've previously explained, I don't think All Quiet on the Western Front is going to win. I think it's going to come down to these two movies, but some flowers to be thrown, a Top Gun Maverick, great fucking movie, Avatar the Way of Water, not my type of thing, but I thought it was fine for what it was, Triangle of Sadness. Not deserving of winning Best Picture, but I love that movie. Women Talking, just not cinematic enough for me to take it seriously as a Best Picture winner. Tar, we've talked about a little bit. failman's great movie, but I, I think it comes down to these two.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And we broke it down into tiers in terms of uh, like what, what we pick to win, what we think can win, what we what we would be surprised, but maybe has an outside shot. Yeah. And then, uh, like, would be very surprised, and then would be, like, utterly shocked. So, I don't know. You want to go through those?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's start with... Would be shocked. Okay. Let's go from the bottom up, right? Work our ways up. All right. I would be shocked if Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking, or Avatar The Way of Water... One Best Picture.
1: Wow, that's a, that's an interesting bottom bottom list. I only have one uh, one repeat there. Interesting. I, I I will agree with you on Women Talking. I would be shocked mm-hmm. if that movie won. Um, just you said it like doesn't have much cinematic experience to it. It's literally not false advertising. It's just women talking yeah. for about two hours, and it feels very stagey. Uh, like it would translate better to a play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna put would be shocked there. I would also be shocked if Elvis won because mm. Elvis is a movie carried by one particularly very strong performance from Austin Butler, and the rest of the movie is kind of a mess to me.
0: Uh, I totally agree. I feel like we've had to defend Austin Butler against the movie Elvis. Be like, don't blame Austin Butler for this bad movie. So if that if that won. I'd be pretty disappointed. I still don't know if it's a bad movie. I was just about to say, and I kind of don't hate the movie. I get annoyed watching it, though. I I think it's a bad Best
1: Picture nomination.
0: Yeah. Um, I would be very surprised if Elvis, Top Gun Maverick, or All Quiet on the Western Front won Best Picture. And I know that that kind of flies in the face of some betting odds, because All Quiet on the Western Front and Top Gun Maverick Are third and fourth in betting odds, Mm -hmm. respectively. I just do believe in the. You have to be not if if they didn't nominate you for director or anything acting. I don't think they're gonna give you that much love.
1: Yeah, that that's very fair. Uh, And my would be very surprised. Avatar, Triangle of Sadness, and Tar. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would be very very surprised if those uh, if those movies won, just because like. You know, Tar, again, one of those movies that carried by a strong performance, but I think lacked in a lot of other areas. Um, Triangle of Sadness, extremely bizarre. Wouldn't but you like, be
0: so happy though? Like,
1: yeah, it would be like a per, it would be like a personal chaotic
2: phase. So cool. <laughs> yes.
0: They'd go up there, and people would be like, the people would learn so much. on Unfortunately, they'd be like, "Where's the cast? Like, where? Like, there? I've so many people haven't seen." Triangle of Sadness, and I think and lo- I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, but I think a lot of people are turned off by the name, like because it seems like you're getting into something extremely depressing. Deep
0: and yeah,
1: yeah, and then you watch uh, Ban- Banshees of Inisherin, and you're like, oh, this sounds like it could be very fun. And then you click it, pull and you, one over, like, again. oh, this is depressing too. Very cool. Uh, Avatar, James Cameron can get the hell out of here. That's what I think.
0: Uh, this is the most intriguing of the tiers for me. The would-be-surprised-but-could-win. I'd be kind of surprised if Tar won, but I think it could win. And I'd be kind of surprised if the Fablemans won, but not too surprised because between the Steven Spielberg thing, the... It's the closest thing to the movie that won Best Picture last year. I'm not saying that every winner needs to be a coming-of-age family movie, but it doesn't hurt when Steven Spielberg does a movie that is most like the one yeah. that you just said was the and, Best Picture.
1: And it's like essentially pandering to the Academy because it's about filmmaking. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: And don't get me wrong. I I think The Fablemans is great. I don't think it's the best of these, but it would not surprise me if it won. Mm. Um, or or, or it, I would say, like, I, it would be surprised, I'd be a little surprised. But it, yeah. but it has, like,
1: it, it, ch- it checks a lot of boxes yeah. for best picture.
0: It is weird that would be surprised also kind of means, like, wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah,
1: like, it, it's not going to blow you off your seat.
0: Because we also have would be very surprised. <laughs> yes.
1: There's and then shocked, yeah. which is so different from very surprised. Please don't look up synonyms.
0: <laughs> uh, in my
1: would be surprised but could win... I have Top Gun Maverick. Mm, like would I like that. would be surprised because it doesn't fit the mold of what a best picture typically is, but it is like as good an action movie as I could ever hope for. I do think it's one of the best action movies that's ever been made. Mm. And like it has a lot of clichés, but I kind of want that. Like I want to make some room for doing stuff in a cliché way but doing it Awesome. And that's kind of how I feel like the Fablemans is the Fablemans Mm. are also in this list for me where it's like neither one of these movies is essentially like going too far outside the box. Yeah. But it's they, they, they crushed what they're intending to do. Yeah. So I have the Fablemans in there. I'd be a bit bummed if the Fablemans won because it does seem like a very safe pick. Whereas Top Gun would be the opposite of a safe pick. It's picking an action movie. Uh, like a cliche action movie to win Best Picture,
0: people would incorrectly label it a safe pick. People Top who Gun? aren't like Oscars heads would be like, "Ah, oh, you just gave it to the Top Gun movie." But that shit does not happen.
1: No, no, like you, like blockbusters don't right. typically win Best Picture.
0: I think the Banshees of Inisharan can win, which means that I predict everything, everywhere, all at once will win. Doesn't feel great. I like to go for the ones that are maybe a little off the beaten path, try to swing for the fences a bit, but I just feel and have seen enough of the other award shows that like people get it with everything everywhere all at once. This is a crazy movie, but not in a, like, this is crazy, but what are they doing? <laughs> sort of thing. Like, everyone's on board and I feel they should be, but I do kind of like that some people, as everyone's getting ready for the Oscars, people are watching everything everywhere all at once. And it's a small percentage, but I am at least seeing a few people who are like, this is too crazy for me. I don't get it. I'm so relieved by that. I never want the good innovative thing to be, so easy and so accessible that everybody likes it. Everybody didn't like the Beatles when they came out. Everybody didn't like... So many things that are interesting and good should throw some people for a loop. So I think that everything, everywhere, all at once, throwing some people off, in fact, further validates it.
1: Okay, so I want to ask you a question after I get through uh, this final thing for me. So... I think can win. I have I have two two movies, so I don't. Oh, I've you bet, have
0: more than me. Yeah, wow. so I,
1: I said that I think that it feels like a two horse race, but I am throwing All Quiet on the Western Front into like can win because it's it's a really great movie, awesome, movie. and it it something pushed it into like second best odds right. at some point. So I'm gonna say it can win, um, and then everything everywhere all at once. Is also can win, obviously. Don't need to explain that. Which leads me to Banshees of Inisharen, uh is my pick for best picture. What do you think w- would have a bigger pushback if it won, Banshees or Everything Everywhere All at Once? Ooh, because Probably they're they're all, Banshees. The, there always is oh a, yeah yeah like people in, in, in whether it's like a um, worst
0: place you can be is on Twitter. In the final minutes of an award show. Because
1: everybody... There will always be a... Coda didn't... There wasn't a pushback against Coda.
0: I feel like people are like... I do know guess that I, one, I, but I, that guy yeah. seems so nice. That's a good point. I like think... Troy Totzer was so charming that we, everyone was like...
1: I don't know his story, but... That being said, I don't think anybody talked about what won Best Picture after last year's Oscars. Because famously... Something else happened, and everybody oh, just talked right. about that, so you I don't think anybody right. just discussed the movie at all. Yeah, I think that- and people who did who, people who did discuss it were just like, "I should see that.
0: I mean, did you watch Super Bowl? Troy Kotzer was uh signing the national anthem? Yeah, and a lot of people were like, "Neat, who's that guy?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> That's the guy from the big from like the, the great big movie. No. And you, you are right. It's like, no, they were busy with other stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I do think, I think, um,
1: I'm going to disagree. I think that Everything Everywhere All at Once has more pushback.
0: I'm trying to think of who, which movie has more haters. And a lot of people, like, I think there are entire demographics, not to generalize, but I know uh, some older folks who saw Banshees and were like, I don't need that shit in my life. What are you watching <laughs> that for?
1: I've I've seen a lot of negative. Um, Whereas sad kids
0: watching it are like, "Oh my god, I'm calm," and the adults are like, "How are you calm? You're nothing." Like, what?
1: I have seen several people respond to Banshees by being like, "That movie's not about anything," and it's just and I, that that angers me to no extent because I think it's the like of of, of any of the best picture nominations. I think it, that one is the strongest thematically. Yeah. Um. And so that bothers me. But I've also seen. I think there's a lot of room for people to to think that everything everywhere all at once is too much mm-hmm. and to bail on it and like the people that have seen it th- there's always a rush to see what wins best picture yeah and I think that's where the, the pushback comes from is because it's not people that typically watch or seek out those movies like if, if if you're into like the best picture conversation you're watching before the show not after who wins yeah. so I don't know I think it's a good question I think it could go either way
0: our winners Banshees everything everywhere all at once. Brendan Fraser, Michelle Yo, cape blanchett look at all of these legends up there. They can each oh, the, only one recipient per award but I'm telling you man, can get Spielberg that <laughs> participation. J- just give Spielberg a directed a movie this year as long as it wasn't the post. That'll do it for this Oscars special. Thanks for watching.
1: Subscribe to Brunch on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Support the show at
2: patreon.com slash listen to brunch.